Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cerveta will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Hey, Okuo Church. It's great to be with you once again for week five of services. Now, I'm sure you're looking at me right now and you're looking at me kind of funny, and, and I get it. So I just want to address this head on. Yes, there is something new about me. I, I just got this shirt. Anyways, I'm so excited to get this new series started called Learn To. Now, we just got done with our last series, The Four L's of Akuo, where we talked about how Akuo exists to get people into community with Jesus and one another. Now, the ways that we will do that is by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering, and linking to our community. So what we're going to do with this next series is really take a deep dive into these four pillars of our church. We'll start that with listen. Our hope is that by the time this section of the series is done, you will have a great idea on how to listen to God's voice. Not only that, we hope that by the end of this section of this series, you will understand some very practical ways that you, you, can engage with God to potentially hear His voice. Now, after about seven weeks of listen, we'll move on to love. After that, we'll spend some time going through lead, and we will finish out this series with link. Now, I think this series will take us through probably the end of the year. Now, just stick with us on this entire series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So anyways, today we are talking about listening. Now, for me to talk about listening, I have to go like way back in the day for me uh, to when I was growing up to when I was very young. I was always outside and very regularly playing sports whenever I could. So I grew up wanting to play professional sports. I had this idea that I would be an athlete, you know, playing basketball or baseball or football or something, anything. Uh, I, that's what I wanted to do in this world. Then when I got into middle school, I learned I was kind of fast. And I wasn't very strong. And I definitely wasn't that big. So after not making the eighth grade basketball team, I fully realized a life of playing sports probably wasn't going to happen. But I loved it, so I had to figure this one question out. How do I stick around sports? Then one day it hit me. I can become a sports anchor. I can be around sports, and I don't have to be an athlete. So that's what I did. I pointed all of my effort into becoming a sports anchor for ESPN. In high school, I don't want to brag, but I was the editor of the yearbook. You know, pretty cool. I know. Uh, then in college, I landed an internship at the NBC affiliate here in San Antonio, Channel 4, WAI-TV. It was my first taste of being around sports in that way, and I could not get enough of it. Now, once I graduated from UTSA, go runners, uh, I got my first job in Laredo, Texas, just a few hours south of here in San Antonio. I went from being the weekend sports guy there to the Monday through Friday guy, and I was super pumped up. Then after about 18 months in Laredo, I got married and moved back to San Antonio and started working back at WAI. In the beginning, it was amazing. I was in my hometown doing what I wanted to do my entire life. I was going to Spurs games and sitting on the baseline with a camera. I mean, I was so close that I could hear the conversations the players were having with each other. I was in the locker room after the games for post-game interviews. I was at practices talking with players and coaches. It was every single thing I'd always hoped and dreamt it would be the beginning. But little by little, things started to add up. 
I would work nights and weekends. My normal schedule was like 1, 1.30 to about 11 o'clock every night. So I'd normally get home just in time to tell my brand new wife goodnight. Then I would stay up alone until about 2 or 3 in the morning and, and go to bed. On the weekends, I missed every birthday, graduation, baseball game, whatever. I missed everything with my family. And as time went on, I realized that I was spending more time around the Spurs than I would with my wife. Which, for some of you, might sound great, but it wasn't like I was hanging out with my friends. I would sit in waiting rooms uh, and then eventually get like two to three minutes of interaction with the Spurs. Then I would run back to the station and get videos edited as soon as possible. And it was during this time that my wife was also working as a teacher at SAISD's MLK Academy on the east side. She was working and helping kids every single day. It was hard work for her, but she was incredibly fulfilled with what she was doing. Meanwhile, the job I was doing, the job that was causing me to miss every single good thing in my life, wasn't exactly what I thought it would be. I didn't know what to do. I felt like I wasn't doing enough to help the world. I, I felt like I was just watching basketball and becoming a ball of stress and, and going home to not sleep. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with people doing that for a living, but for me, for me, I felt like I had to do so much more with my life. Now, what about you? Have you ever found yourself in a position like this? Have you ever found yourself in the middle of something where you didn't know the right answer, where you didn't know the right way to go? Like, is this house right for me? Is this job right for me? Now, those are high stress questions for normal times, but what about right now? You might be asking yourself, should I send my kids to school right now or, or keep them at home? Or how much time in public should I be spending? Or which news outlets, blogs, politicians, public figures are trustworthy and which ones are flat out lying to me? Now, there is a way we can figure these things out. It's called reading Facebook posts. No, of course it's not that. When it comes to social media, there's an old saying I learned a very long time ago. It goes, don't believe anything you read and only half of what you see. So just take that wisdom for you. But for us, there's actually an infinite wisdom waiting for us to access it. It's God. Now, I know that's a very oversimplified answer to how to get wisdom, but when we can tune into God, things change. We want to be in tune with God. At Akuo, we want you to be in tune with God. We want you to be able to hear his voice. To do that, we have to understand how God has spoken to people throughout time. So let's take a look in the Old Testament. Let's take a look at the people that have been able to hear from God in the Bible. Well, where we start, or is where I normally like to start, in the beginning. First, God made the earth, then he made some animals, and he made man, also known as Adam. Now, what's amazing is that on the earth is this amazing garden, and Adam and Eve, his wife, get to actually directly hear from God with their own ears. In Genesis 2, God says this directly to Adam. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat this fruit, you are sure to die. So this is setting up the story of the serpent 
deceiving Adam and Eve. And they both partake in eating this fruit. The one thing they weren't supposed to do, right? Now, by eating this fruit, they learn the difference between good and evil. And they are no longer just innocents running around in this garden. They understand what it's like to sin. They're able to sin against what God has laid out. So God calls out to him, to them, both of them. There it says, when the cool evening breezes were blowing, Adam and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Now, here, you see them having an actual conversation with God. However, it's because of the eating of the fruit that God removes them from the garden. When he removes them, the people no longer have the ability to connect to God. So it isn't until much later that God is connecting with his people on the regular. He would speak to a person here and there, but it doesn't become a regular thing until later. Now, one of the ways God starts to connect with people is through a priest system. You see, this system was started by a man named Aaron, who was the brother of Moses and, and played a role in helping God's chosen people, the Israelites, out of slavery to the Egyptians. Aaron and his descendants would act as priests, and what would happen is the people of Israel would come uh, to where the priest would work, called the tabernacle. Basically, it was their church building. It was the place that the priests uh, would use to pray to God and make a sacrifice and ask God to remove a person's sins. Now, people would show up with their family and an animal of some sort, and they would wait outside of the tabernacle. They'd have to wait outside. And they would have to wait outside the tabernacle because only the priests were allowed into the holy place inside of the tabernacle. However, there was another place inside of the building that was hidden by a thick curtain. It was called the Holy of Holies. Now, on that side was the presence of God, and the curtain was shielding His presence from any sinner on the outside. Now, the only person that could step foot in there was the high priest, and he was only able to do that once a year on the Day of Atonement. Now, guys, when it comes to the tabernacle, this is something that is so deep and rich. We could do an entire series on the meaning of every single part of the tabernacle. So I know there are a lot of details involved with this part, but just hang with me, please. Just hang with me. This is going to make sense in a little bit. But here's what you need to take away from the explanation of this tabernacle system, this priest system. It wasn't available to everyone. You needed to be a priest, which was someone from a specific bloodline. Now, during this time, all of a sudden, there's a period of 400 years where God doesn't speak to anyone at all. Now, until there is a young man living in the wilderness named John the Baptist. It says this in Luke 4. At this time, a message from God came to John, son of Zechariah, who was living in the wilderness. Then John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River, preaching that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. So God gave John the Baptist 
this message to go and baptize people, to show they had repented of their sins and turned to God. Really, what John was doing was paving the way for someone greater than him. Back to Luke. There it says, Isaiah, who was a prophet from a very long time ago, had spoken of John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. The valleys will be filled and the mountains and hills made level. The curves will be straightened and the rough places made smooth. And then all people will see the salvation sent from God. So the person that John was making way for would actually end up being his cousin, Jesus. Now, while Jesus was on the earth, he spent plenty of time speaking with God the Father. He was in constant communication with him. Jesus came down and was doing the will of his Father and not his own. And it was through Jesus, it was through the sacrifice that Jesus made by laying down his own life that we got something that had never been seen before in this world. We received what's called the Holy Spirit within us. Let's take a look at John 7 to explain this a little bit more. There it says, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Now when he said living water, he was speaking of the Spirit, who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. So through Jesus, we are able to receive this Holy Spirit, which is one of the three parts of what's called the Holy Trinity. The idea of the Holy Trinity is that there is one God. However, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is each fully and eternally God on their own. Also, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit is a distinct being all by themselves, but also all three, one together. There are three pieces of God that are fully at work with one another without actually being the other one. God is not, the, God the Father is not the Son. The Son is not the Spirit, and the Spirit is not the Father. All of that to say that through Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit within us. So essentially, through believing in Jesus, we have a piece of God living within us at all times. Long gone are the days of only the holiest of holy people and the people of the right bloodline having the ability to reach God. We have basically become the tabernacle. God resides within us. We are the holiest of holy places. Not only that, but we don't have to be living in a garden to talk to God anymore. Jesus brought the garden to each and every one of us within us, and we can all reach God. The intersection between heaven and earth now resides within every single believer on this planet. It's through this intersection that we have access to all the spiritual gifts that are mentioned in the Bible. And it's through this intersection that we have access to the voice of God 
And it's through this intersection that we are able to speak and listen to God. It's one of the most amazing things that we can possibly do. Now, that has helped me create my big idea for today and the listen part for this series. It's going to be the same thing that we talk about every single week of this series. If you can only remember one thing from my message today, I want it to be this. It's that anyone can hear from God. Anyone can hear from God. You don't have to be the right bloodline. Because through Jesus, you have been adopted into his family. You have been brought in to a royal bloodline in a way that nobody before Jesus ever had access to. You don't have to live the most holy life possible because through Jesus, we have been made holy. Through Jesus, we have been made righteous in God's eyes. And through Jesus, we can hear from God. Anyone can hear from God because anyone can believe in Jesus. Now, I want to jump back to the story I started a little bit earlier. So, I'm in this spot. What do I do? I mean, I feel like I'm made to do more for the world, but how could I ever do anything but the dream job I had since I was in middle school? I mean, I was being able to see Tim Duncan and, and hang out and, and be in rooms and go to locker rooms and travel for games. I mean, it was everything I hoped and dreamed it, it could be, except I, I was just a little sad. <laughs> so I, I sat down and I prayed a prayer that changed my entire life. I asked God this. I asked, what do you want me to do? And it was in this moment that I heard from God. Now, it wasn't one of those things where clouds parted and, you know, birds landed on my shoulders and the sun shined down on me and I heard this deep, booming voice saying, Hombi, this is the right thing. That was not what happened. It was kind of like I had a download of information. It was like all of a sudden, I overwhelmingly knew what the exact right thing was. It was like I just understood what the truth of this situation was in a way that I never had seen before. So in that moment, I heard God, or I got a download, or I understood, whatever you want to call it. I understood, I heard this simple phrase. It's three words. Quit your job. Which was pretty much one of the hardest things he could have asked me to do in my life. Now, I heard from God. I understood it was him. I wish I could tell you that I quit immediately, uh, but I didn't. It actually took me an entire year to finally put in my notice that I was going to leave. I kept on like trying to find other jobs. I was like, well, Lord, I'll quit my job when I find the next thing and I do the next thing, but that's not what he told me. But during that time, that year, my satisfaction for my job and really in some ways my life in general got worse and worse. So when I actually did put in my notice, it was like I'd been holding my breath underwater. And all of a sudden I came up and I could breathe again. And it was in the last few days that I was going to be employed by the TV station that I got a phone call from a friend of mine. He said, hey man, uh, you wanna go and get some breakfast 
I said, yeah. He's like, you want to go get tacos? And I said, yes, because you always say yes when someone invites you to go get tacos. So uh, I'm having tacos with this friend of mine. I told him what was going on. He was shocked because he knew that being a sportscaster was my dream. And, and so uh, he invited me to go and hang out with him for a little bit while I was in between things. And it was through that friend that I started doing contract video work at City Church on Bandera Road. It was my first time ever working in the ministry. And it was through that breakfast and through doing that contract video work at City Church Bandera Road that I started working at City Church downtown. And it was through that that I was able to become a part-time employee and then eventually a full-time employee at City Church downtown. Then some years and years went by and uh, I went to seminary and got a lot of training. Uh, it, it was after that that I became a pastor. And eventually that took me to here where I'm standing right now. Listening to God tell me to quit my job has led me to right here, right here, in this moment today. And I want the same for all of you. I feel like God has put me here to share this with you. I want all of you to be able to listen to God. I want all of you to be able to akuo to God. Because we know that through listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering, and linking to the community, we can be in community with Jesus and one another. Let me say that again. Through listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering, and listening or linking to the community, we can be in community with Jesus and one another. And you won't be able to get this done because you are super good or super perfect. You'll be able to get this done because of Jesus. He is the one that has made all of this happen. He is the one that changed the whole system. And I want to show you guys, I want to show you exactly what that looks like. Hebrews 10 says it like this. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. But our high priest, which is Jesus, offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so. For he says, This is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. And when sins have been forgiven... There is no need to offer any more sacrifices. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, 
Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. So it is through Jesus that we are right with God. It is through Jesus that we can now walk to the other side of the curtain and enjoy the presence of God our Father. We are allowed in the most holy place. We are allowed in the holiest of holies because Jesus brought us there. But for some of you, you haven't started that connection to Jesus just yet. You started watching this today as a spiritual investigator, and we're glad you're here. We openly welcome you uh, to kick the tires on this Jesus thing. But maybe during this time, something started happening to you. As you've been listening to this and hearing the scripture and the story of Jesus, it's like your heart is about to burst out of your chest. It's like a couple of tennis shoes thrown into a dryer, just thumping and thumping. And there's something within you telling you that this is the truth. There is something telling you that this is the right way. Now, if that's you, I want to give you a chance to cross that line of faith and find yourself in community with Jesus. So what I'm going to do is, is ask uh, everyone that is watching to bow their heads right now. Whether you're already in community with Jesus uh, or not, I want everyone here to know that here at Akuo Church, in this community, you will never, ever pray alone. So if you're already a believer, I want you to pray for the folks that are about to make this declaration and, and step across that line and, and make a new decision in their lives. Now, if you do want to cross that line of faith right now, I want you to pray something like this along with me. So as I said, just bow your heads and, and, and pray something like this with me. Jesus, I don't know that much about you, but something brought me here right now. I can't fully explain it, but I want you in my life. I know I've messed up, and I'm sorry. But right here, right now, I am saying that I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross for me. Today, I give you my life. Help me chase after you in the absolutely best way possible. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer, I am so proud of you. And God is so proud of you. All of heaven is proud of you. In Luke 15, Jesus says, all of heaven is celebrating the decision that you just made right now. So is all of Akuo Church. Guys, this is the first step to the rest of your life, to the rest of eternity. And we want to help you on your journey of faith. So if you just prayed that prayer, what we want you to do right now is send us a message. Uh, you can send it to us on, on our Facebook, Instagram. You can jump on our website, akuo.church, uh, and, and just send us a message and let us know that you made this decision. And we want to help you walk through the season by connecting you to a community and giving you some good direction on how to move from this point on 
now that you are a believer in Jesus. Now, if you have been a believer, whether it's been for the last 50 years or, or for the last 50 seconds, it just happened right now, and you want to hear from God more clearly in this season, I, I want you to pray uh, something like this with me uh, right now. So just go ahead and bow your heads again and, and pray along with me. Just pray something like, Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for being the most amazing high priest. Thank you for allowing me into the holy places with your presence. Thank you for living within me. Let me hear your voice better. Help me tune into what you are saying. Jesus, I sit here before you and I'm asking you, what do you want me to do? Let me know where you need me and what you need me doing, Lord. Thank you for everything. And we pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for being a part of our service here at Akuo. If you need anything at all, please, please don't hesitate to message us on our social media platforms, or you can go to our website, akuo.church, to contact us. That's akuo.church, A-K-O-U-O dot church. Now also, since we are totally a digital church right now, you guys can help us move digitally. There are a few ways, very easy ways, that you can do that. The first you can do is by sharing this video on your social media, or you can just send the link to this video to someone that you know that needs to hear this message. Another thing you can do is like our social media. We're on Facebook, uh, we're on Instagram. Uh, just go and like us and, and share some stuff on your stories and just kind of interact with us. Or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Now, this week we also started our audio podcast. And all you have to do to find those is search for Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and then just subscribe to them. And every single week you'll get this message downloaded to you. Now, by doing this, you will help us get these messages out to more people than we could ever imagine. Next, I want to talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Now, we believe when you trust God with anything in your life, there is a blessing. When you trust God with your family, there's a blessing. When you trust God with your job, there's a blessing. You see that happen over and over again. And we believe that it's the same with your finances. Now, I'm not saying you're going to have a few pair of like Jordan 11s and some of those Nike adapts that automatically keep the laces perfectly tight, like drop in your lap because you start tithing. But you will receive a spiritual blessing from God if you trust Him with any aspect of your life. So we don't want you to miss out on this blessing so you can tithe here at Akuo by going to our website, akuo.church, A-K-O-U-O dot church, and by clicking on the giving link. Now, just so you know, we are generous with our money as well. In the last two months, we've donated more than $8,000 to furthering the kingdom of God by helping different churches and different programs further their reach for the kingdom of God. Not only that, 
we got some supplies together to go to local businesses and gave them masks and hand sanitizer that they could hand out to people that needed them within their own businesses. Now, in the coming weeks, we want to expand how we are linking to our community. So we have some ideas that we've been thinking about, but what we want to know is what you think. What do you guys think we should be doing to link to our community right now? So please reach out to us, send us a message on social media, get on our website, send us a message through that. Just let us know what we can start doing to link to our community. One last thing, each and every Wednesday night, we have a Bible study through Zoom. Now it's a time where we all get together, we sing some worship, we read some Bible, and we pray together. So it's a lot of fun, and I want to encourage you guys to be a part of it. The link for our Zoom meeting is posted in all of our social media right now. Okay, guys, that's our fifth service. I want you to know that I love you all, and I'm praying for each and every one of you all week long. So before we go, let me pray over you one last time. Uh, Jesus, thank you for this day. I ask that as these folks click off of their computer, turn off their TV, and put down their phones, that they would be in your presence. I pray that they could feel and hear you better than they ever have before. We thank you for who you are and what you have done. Jesus, we love you. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.